This is a podcast from Minute Media. It's the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with Alex Trateris, John Malika, and Ricey on the beat. Let's go. Good everyone, Alex Terrace here with another Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. And what means always my buddy, my coach, my pal, the man with the plan, the one and only John Malika. But guys, before I ask John how he's doing today, quick reminder: make sure to give us a five star rating on that Apple Podcast if that's where you listen to this podcast. And if you don't, just make sure to subscribe to all other listening platforms, whether that's Spotify, Google Play, Amazon Alexa, Stitcher, you name it. We're there. All right. We are there. Uh, on top of that, <laughs> please make sure to subscribe, like, and, and hit that notification bell on the YouTube channel, Knicks, Jets, et cetera. We also got Winning Picks Weekly over there. We got the NFL program and the NBA program coming out soon. Also, make sure to follow us on all social media platforms, whether that's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. All right. Now that we got that out of the way, John, my man, how are you doing today, bro? What's going on? I'm good, bro. I'm good. You know, the Jets are uh, doing exactly uh, what everyone thought they'd be doing. The Knicks are doing what everyone thought they'd be doing. But as always, I'm uh, not surprised. My optimism has, of course, shot me in the foot. Both my teams stink, but they're exactly where they should have been, according to everyone. So here I am, man. Just another year. Just another. Just another November where. I just wish my teams would make it to Thanksgiving once, but here we are. <laughs> that'd be nice, especially our football team. I wish our football team would make it to Thanksgiving. That'd be a nice, uh, that'd be a nice uh, change of pace. Yeah, or the Knicks in consecutive years, but we'll, we'll get to that at a, at a different time. The Knicks making it to Thanksgiving being a very good winning team. Not that they're not winning, you know, they're eight and seven right now, but eh, not looking too good. The- what about the two and seven Jets? Oh my God! Just how they doing? Yeah. <laughs> how you feeling? How you doing, man? Man, I'm upset. All right, I I'm upset. <laughs> like Drake. <laughs> Why are you right? upset, man? Let me tell you why I'm upset because I had to watch the New York Knickerbockers <laughs> play the Orlando Magic last night and lose in spectacular fashion when we should have beaten their ass. But no, they own us. Decided, man. They. Two games, we lost to them twice at home. I think that's what's even more irritating. And we're supposed to be the better team. But I went on my rant on KFTV last night, uh, especially on Julius Randle. You know, (laughs) 11 shots, 10 of them were threes. Not pretty, man. You're a power forward. You're not a shooting guard over here. It happens happens to the best of us. And, you know, let's get right into it. The Jets, you know, we've been playing kind of spoiler to the big teams. Uh, You know, as you listen to... Uh, other NFL teams talk about their seasons. We talk about what teams are real, what teams are not. The first thing that comes up is, but they lost to the Jets. <laughs> and I'm, I'm glad we uh, had those um, two big wins against uh, the Titans and the Bengals. It, it's kind of funny right now. And here we are, man. Here we are sitting here. And of course, the week started with some controversy, right? At first, it started with the Mike White experiment, right? It, it, it officially ended. Uh, he's probably going to be a career backup for now. He probably earned himself some money, maybe not Flynn money, but it, he's probably earned himself some, uh, some nice cash. On the other hand, we have now not only the local media and the fans, but now we have the national media questioning 
the front office of the Jets and the actual competency of the coaching staff. Notably, we have, I mean, I, I guess fan favorite at this point, you know, guy who took out his lap band back out so he could feel like himself. And boy, is he himself. Uh, sexy Rex, he's he, out here. When, when is he not himself? What's that? That's a better question. Uh, apparently, apparently when he uh, took out the lap band and beat the Jets week 17 uh, on, mm. uh, at his uh, quote unquote Super Bowl. Best thing to hear nor there. We have Rex Ryan out here. Talking some smack about Salah, kind of like um, pulling out this like funny card that's been going around. It, I don't know. People people have been using it uh, in like the media recently over the last couple of years, where you just like throw something out there. Like who's comparing Rex Ryan to Rob Salah just because they're defensive coaches and he goes to Jets? So he's like, oh, people have been comparing him to me, and then he just like went on a rant about that. So uh, if you haven't heard, he was just um, basically saying that Salah stinks. <laughs> um, and he said, don't blame the injuries because he had injuries too. He also talking some smack about Joe Douglas. I don't know, man. All, lots of lots of nonsense. So what, what do you think about the Mike White situation? Uh, how that experiment folded out? And um, what do you got on uh, Salah versus uh, Sexy Rexy? To start off with the Mike White situation, I mean, dude, we, we covered it in the breakdown last week. It's not shocking that essentially, what was this? It is third start like second full game of the season you know against a top rated buffalo bills defense but what were we expecting to happen out here i wasn't expecting him to the expectation wasn't that he'd go out there and be this elite quarterback against the buffalo bills the hope was that he'd be competent enough to keep us in the game at least and when you watch the film, you know, he was, he had it moving for a little bit, but at the end of the day, it was not only miscues by the offense, it was miscues by the defense. Just like when you, you mentioned, right. And we discussed when the jets beat the Cincinnati Bengals, it was a complete team effort when they won for the Buffalo bills. It was a complete team effort that we lost. There's no, there's no way you can just, there's no way to carve it. Was Mike White bad? Yeah. Was our defense horrendous? Absolutely. Okay. Javelin Goodry just let Stefan Diggs walk right into the end zone. All around, it was, it was a tough day because the Buffalo Bills are a playoff caliber team. Okay. This is a team that could potentially go to the AFC championship the way that they're built. And the Jets are rebuilding team. So what is the <laughs> what, what was the expectation out of here? Like, well, they have the MVP of the league right now, and and that and so you keep it like even with that, right? What was the competition? The hope was if if the thing was that if all we had was just quarterback controversy, it was just fun for the league. It was like Mike White, oh my god, quarterback throws four hundred yards against the best team in the NFL right now. It's just killing it out here goes into the hall of fame and you're like is there a contra- quarterback controversy you didn't get to finish the indianapolis, indianapolis colts game because he hurt well, he hurt his wrist so but he had a decent drive before he went out it's like okay if he comes back can he do it again and 
No, you're talking about the top rated defense. I have this defense in my fantasy team. Okay. <laughs> They're very good. I get to watch them on an everyday. I get to watch the stats on an everyday basis. And it's like, even on red zone, when the jets aren't playing, I'm like, wow, that's, that's a stout defense. They got two of the best corners, two of the best safeties all around, just solid defense. What is he supposed to do? If you just, as we would say for Zach Wilson, if Zach Wilson was out there, are we really going to ask if Zach Wilson was going to be much better than Mike White in this situation? No. Okay, Mike so you don't. So you're not. All, you're not off on Mike White. You just think it was just a total domination by the Bills as a total organization from the top to bottom. Uh, route against the Jets, and we deserved it. So you're not out on Mike White. You think it was just it was just going to happen no matter who was there. I th- yeah, I'm not out on Mike okay. White. I'm, I'm not. I'm also not saying that Mike White is our savior. I'm also not saying that Mike White is the starting quarterback of this team. But if you put Zach Wilson out there, and if you put Mike White out there, same you know, thing. Same thing. I don't see it okay. changing. Okay. So so okay. So you're still okay with Mike White? You didn't learn anything. I I, I think my whole take there is with Mike White. We had this whole you know, QB controversy, quote unquote, on the back page of the New York Post, the coaching staff let him kind of go out and burn out there uh, against the Bills. Like you said, it was going to be a route no matter what. And now there's no more controversy. You're going to let Zach Wilson sit another week and um, and we're going to get Flacco in there. But before we get into Flacco, let me get your thoughts on uh, Salah first Ryan, because like you said, I mean, we look bad out there. We look incompetent from from the bottom up. So, and when you talk about why that's the case, that's that's on the coach. So, my question to you is: Do you think the criticism that Ryan had on Salah is fair? And what do you think about him just like always, you know, comparing himself to the Jets coach, no matter what? I don't know. He wanted Todd Bowles back, up, so I don't know. He just says things. My thing about Rex Ryan is. I think there were some valid points, but I also think most of it was just BS personally. I think he always has some way to insert himself into a conversation. <laughs> exactly. Always yeah. talk about himself. Yeah. Okay. Like, is it true that Salah, it's on Salah to be better at coaching? Yeah. No, no duh. Like Salah has to come <laughs> out here and do a better job. And not, not, not drop 40, I got to get 45 yeah. dropped on yeah. him and maybe get more than two wins. You can't have a team consistently go out there for like th- four or five weeks in a row, drop 30 plus on you and then say, I'm a defensive coach. And we're so used to seeing this explosive guy out in Sam Fran. And now he's just a little bit more mild mannered on the sideline. I agree with that. What I yeah. don't disagree with is Rex Ryan saying that he had guys that were injured. Okay. Let me tell you something. And you know, this too, this man comes in here, had, had prospects drafted by Tannenbaum and Mangini. We, he had, Darrell Revis, one of the best shutdown corners, any side in the NFL. Then what happens? We also get Cromartie. Oh, my goodness. Talk about having two of the best quarters in the NFL. And then on top of that, we, let's talk about the front seven. You have Calvin Pace. You got Bart Scott. You got David Harris. Oh, man. oh my squad, goodness gracious. Oh, you got Sione Pua on that team. You got Mike DeVito. Oh. Hold on. Who are your safeties? Jim Leonard, Eric Smith. He had a squad. Don't Eric do Smith. not compare this. Do not compare this defense to that defense. Do not say that you had nothing 
and you're trying to get like give me a goddamn break bro like stop like this man had everything that's why he went back to back afc championships we had the top five defense two years in a row don't tell me that Salah has the same thing it's not even the same stratosphere okay <laughs> it's not even in the same solar system yeah like right. get out of here this dude just loves to bring up himself and talk about himself and that's what i get out of this okay if so so I was put so has he has his his front seven can't stop a legit nosebleed as Bart Scott would say and then we were looking at our safeties we lost Marcus May Ashton Davis is not even cool. can't even sniff the jock strap of Jim Leonard or Eric Smith okay can't and then we're going to compare Bryce Hall we're going to compare Brandon Eccles to like Probardi and, and like what's like come on okay Okay, that's fine. Okay, that's fine. So you think it's nonsense, and it probably is. It was on TV, and you know, it got blown over. I, I to to be honest with you, I love how my take is. I love how Salah handled it. I uh, like that. Love it. He, yeah, he handled him he and his brother, bro. <laughs> he's handling the New York media like really well. He's handling, you know, what looks like total incompetence on the outside looking in. I don't think it's that bad personally. I think he's handling it well on the internal too, keeping them engaged. I think the team you know, is, is still buying into him. And I also think he's just like, yo, he knows where to find me. Like he's, he's all set there. I, I, I think, I think he took care of all, all three facets of the game on that aspect. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm happy with uh, Salah there, but we alluded to it and um, let's, uh, let's get into, uh, you know, your thoughts about this week. And of course uh, the, the question of it all is Joe Flacco still elite. All right, but before we get into that, uh, let's take a short uh, break from our sponsors. All right, guys, and we're back. Hey, John, so d- during our break, man, I-, I had to go on pro football reference and-, and just look up this defense that Rex Ryan had in his last year with the New York Jets to see what what, what defense that this man had <laughs> before uh, before he got up out of here, all right? And we, we had Demario Davis. He had Sheldon Richardson. He had <laughs> Wilkerson. Like, David Harris still, like, still had Calvin Pace on this team. <laughs> Double Calvin Pace. Damn. What, what, what do we what do we i just can't i can't do this man like i really cannot do a guy i can't pause i cannot deal with a guy who is coming out here saying he had nothing and then in his last season it is like granted terrible season but still he had guys that he that he could have used did he coach him up no i just i just had to get that off my chest you just want to name more names all right all right so let's let's all right let's get into joe flacco versus um the miami dolphins this week we have flacco who has been with the team now for almost feels like a month um even though he just started really getting those first team reps in um we have zach wilson in the um, scout team we have mike white 
practicing his way to career backup, probably scouting his next destination. That's the reality of the QB room at the moment. And we're going up against the Dolphins, who are off a week and a half mini buy after beating the Baltimore Ravens, uh, an AFC favorite in the NFL. So, you know, wacky things happen in the NFL, but the Dolphins the past two games have been looking pretty good. Um, even their losses the past couple of games have been looking okay. Their defense has been good. Something that we haven't been able to show up. We haven't been able to put up on any side of the ball. Um, so let's start with the offense. Well, how do you think um, Flacco's going to do against this Dolphins team who, you know, going back and rewatching those games, they were definitely ready for the run uh, of the Ravens. But more than that, they've been running this full out blitz. They just blitz more than anyone. And I think that's part of the reason that Mike White's not starting this week. I think we're a little bit nervous about how they would disguise blitzes or honestly just kill him and how he wouldn't be able to handle that. At least Joe Flacco is a veteran. Um, you know, I, we joke around as Joe Flacco elite, um, you know, Super Bowl MVP, Joe Flacco. He, uh, I mean, he knows, he at least knows what he's looking at. You know what I mean? And, and you're talking about competence. That's what Coach Salah needs this week. He needs someone who knows what he's looking at. And I think Flacco's that guy. And against this all-out blitz, I mean, they look like your little cousin playing Madden out there, right? They're just, like, run, running the ball with Tua, like, doing these, like, little weird screens, like, running engage eight. <laughs> like, just, like, straight up, like, no oh, safeties. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> just blitzing, bro. I'm telling you, that's what it looks like, man. They just, they, they were just, they were at, they were at Lamar Jackson. It was almost like... I don't know. When I was just watching the last couple of games, it was almost like you know when you're playing when you're playing pickup basketball and the other the other team is like going just like super hard on defense. So obviously they're mm-hmm. like they're killing you because like you're just trying to like play pickup basketball and they're just like going mad hard. Like that's what the Dolphins look like. They're just like people just like trying to run plays and just like blitzing. Like all right, man. Like and they're just like not recovering from that. I don't know. That's that's how I've been seeing it. So what do you think about Flacco? Are uh, running this offense against this, uh, I guess, new and improved Miami defense, man. I think with Flacco, right? And we're going to start with the offense and how Flacco is going to maneuver this Miami defense. One, is he prepared this time? Do we finally have a backup that is actually prepared? And is he? He's out a month, bro. Okay. As long as he's prepared this bro, time. Bro, if, if I hear another story like that, I'm going to go bananas. I'm honestly going to go bananas. <laughs> so I think it all starts off with. Is Flack? I, I have to wonder if Flacco is actually going to fit in this system that Michael Four likes to run because it's a lot of quick passes. And Joe Flacco is not necessarily one for quick passes. When he was on the Ravens and most other teams, it's usually a long, elaborate, drawn out play that usually gets ran, right? Even with Adam Gase, even though Adam Gase did a lot of check down stuff with Sam Darnold, when we had the stints with Jeez. Joe Flacco last season, Joe Think about how bad that sounds. Think know, about how bad that sounds, by the way. Adam Gates to Sam Donald at this point, at this juncture of our lives. Think about how terrible that sounds. Gross. Absolutely gross. But even but getting back on track, if we think about what Joe Flacco did last season with the horrendous offense that we still had, he was able to push the ball downfield, able to do a little bit more intermediate routes. He was able to do a lot more than Sam was last season even though the offense was still less. And I think one part of it is because Flacco has been in the league for so long that he's played on various different teams, whether the offensive line is good or not. 
So he knows the reads and just how to adjust, which I'm expecting to translate into this game as well. So he'll be able to adjust because our line, even though it's gotten better, especially on the left side, we still look at McGovern and GVR as the weakest part of this line. And since he's also been on this team and he knows those two guys, I think he'll be able to adjust and know that he's going to have to get the ball out a little bit quicker depending on the situation. When it comes Speaking to the left now, side, Makai Becton not looking like he's coming back this year. Honestly, just let the dude rest. He's a big man with a foot injury. We're not going anywhere. Might as well get the best pick at this point. Um, okay. Just develop our guys. What's the point? Like maybe, maybe, okay. maybe, maybe you get him like a few games in at the end of the season if he's no, nah, nah. no. I was going to say maybe, yeah. maybe. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not writing anything off. But at this point, you want him to be good and healthy for the rest of his career and for a season that's just pointless, especially since he had, as everyone touts, a Hall of Fame first year season. I'm sure he can bounce back and be ready for next season. But getting back to Flacco. The next part is, will he have the connection with the receivers? Does he have the timing? Um, I think that's where it's going to get a little bit more dicey because the only one that he really knows is Jameson Crowder and maybe Braxton Berrios from last season. Elijah Moore wasn't on this team. Uh, I don't Cole think you can compare team. any of that stuff. It's a whole, I, I don't, even the, the rapport with those guys, it's a whole new system. I feel like you, that's like completely out the window. Like I feel yeah. like it's on a new slate with everyone. Yeah, I think to a certain degree, like when we talk about Barrios and Crowder, though, you know, as a as a quarterback, you still know their capabilities and their athleticism and what they can and can't do. So mm-hmm. there's some repertoire, some familiarity with that. But still, once again, to your point, it's not like Flacco didn't play a lot last season. It's not <laughs> that he has. He wasn't even prepared, great, bro. He didn't yeah. look at the playbook. That's what I'm, like, that's what I'm saying. So it's it'll be interesting. I mean, he's a veteran. He'll at this point, I'm expecting an advanced game manager out of him. Like he should be ma- able to make the easy throws. I think the timing with a little bit more nuanced and complex plays or pushing it down deep will be a little bit more dicey, but I'm not expecting a lot out of Joe Flacco this weekend. Honestly, if I had to put up a number, if he gave me 250 yards and one touchdown, I think that's in the line of what we're going to get from Mr. Joe Flacco. If we get anything more than that, 17 be- points. Like a run, like a running touchdown and a field goal on that. Yeah, I think we're gonna get Michael Carter involved more. So I think sure. if any, if he gets a lot of yards, it's probably swing passes to either Michael Carter or Ty Johnson, and they're out in space getting up a lot of chunk yardage, or even getting out to Elijah Moore and Braxton Berrios or Jameson Crowder. That's how it's gonna have to happen. It's gonna be more yak than him actually pushing the ball and finding guys further down the field. I, I could see him really staying comfortable with a lot of underneath routes. Just because when you start pushing guy pushing it d- down the field, it's more of a familiarity with well, with your receiver. But that's the whole thing with Mike White, where he couldn't throw more than three yards, right? So with Flacco, yeah. he could actually stretch the field. So there's a little bit of yeah. that too. He also likes to stay in the pocket, which is why Mike White was striving, and why that was like one of the big complaints about Wilson. So you know Flacco could thrive there. So I'm, I'm excited to see what happens. I have no expectations. Except that for some weird reason, man, I feel like we're gonna do really well this game. But I agree. This is the, this, this, is, this, is, this is this week, man, where everyone's just down. It's 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 the same feeling when Mike White came in against the Bengals. We're like, ah, it feels is, exactly but, like this week, man. And we're it home again. Exa- it feels exactly like it. And that's when the Jets come to shine. It is exactly when the Jets come to shine. 
win a game, and it's against the Miami Dolphins. And you spoke about their defense. Their defense has been pretty good. I mean, it's Flores. That's he was defensive guy out in New England. You expect the defense to be good. Defense was good last season. They kept most of the same guys from last season into this year. I don't see that it's it's not a fall for them. Their issue, right? It's honestly their their struggles is the same thing with the Jets. It's was all offense, you know. Tua isn't pushing the ball. So when you have their defense on the field for most of the game, they get gassed and then people can just take advantage of them. You know, they suck. It's a, Tua sucks. So you heard it here first. Tua stinks. <laughs> the Dolphins stink. We better beat this team. The only problem is Gizeki. He's going to have a bazillion points. Uh, I'm flipping, <laughs> flipping it over to the other side here where how the Dolphins going to beat us. They're just going to, you know, throw it to Gizeki 150 times. Waddle's going to get behind us because we have no safeties. And we're going to call it a day. However, the Jets cornerbacks have been playing so well. I know you kind of poo-pooed Eccles, but you saw what happened when Eccles came out. However, Goodry is good. I mean, he was playing Stefan Diggs. What are you going to do with, with the potential MV, the right now league favorite week 11 NFL MVP, Josh Allen, like with the stout defense, like it's, it's tough, you know, but anyway, um, Michael Nanya uh, tweeted today that Michael Carter, the second is sixth of um, cornerbacks with the most coverage snaps without allowing a single touchdown this year. He's up there with Tredavious White, Casey Hayward, Denzel Ward, pretty good cornerbacks. And no one even talks about Michael Carter, right? Because we're worried about Bryce Hall, who's been playing pretty well. Again, Eccles. I'm I'm pretty happy about the corners. And again, I don't know what the hell we're gonna do with safety, dude. I watched the all 22 just for fun, just to see how open Dawson Knox was, and it was it annoyed me so much I didn't even want to like cut it. Like it, I, it just bothered me so much how open he was. But I, I don't even know how we're gonna solve it. But obviously, if it's bothering me. I can't imagine what Salah was doing <laughs> during, you know, those tape reviews. He, he's obviously going to fix it, man. And, you know, that's the motivation. Like, at, at the end of the day, how much better are the Dolphins and the Jets, right? The line right now is three and a half, which means they're technically six points or six and a half. There's going to be a lot of Dolphins fans in my life. So there's no really home field there anyway. We have Joe Flacco. So if he goes three and out two times and we're down 17 zero as usual or anything close to that. We're going to get booed out of the stadium. So I think that's a lot. going to have to keep the heartbeat of this team from this, from the go. And it's going to start with the defense and I hope they defer it. If you get, if we get the coin toss, uh, which you hate and we need to set the tone, man. Mosley's going to set the tone. Every time he has an off game, he comes back. He has a great game. Gerard Davis doesn't want to be embarrassed on film. He's uh, he's in a contract year as well. John Franklin Meyer is going to come through, and I, I think we're gonna I think we're gonna have a really really good defensive game. And Joe Flacco is not going to be terrible. But if it's if we're asking Joe Flacco to come back, he's going to throw four interceptions. So it all starts with the defense. It all starts with the defense. Do we know who's starting at quarterback this week for the Dolphins? Tua. It is Tua. Okay. Mm-hmm. I expect our defense to actually have a bounce back game against the Dolphins. I think there's no, yeah. I mean, the running back Gasecki. Oh, the tight end. That's the tight end. The tight end. Uh, What was it? Um, Gaskin. Gaskin. So so similar. Freaking similar name. 
Yeah, geez, really throwing me off. Um, he's going to get a I touchdown. Gazeki's going to get gonna, a touchdown. Yeah, Gazeki will get a touchdown. I think Gaskin will get a touchdown this game. Yep. Um, we just need Waddle to not score. I'm not sure Devontae Parker's playing. No, he's not. He's not playing. So I think this is a good bounce back game for our defense, especially, you know, for the upfront. You know, this is a chance we could take advantage of a young quarterback who doesn't really have full grasp of the offense, really understand what they're doing out on the field in general. So this should be a bounce back game for them. The the secondary, I expect our corners, as you keep pointing out, to do really well. Uh, it just comes down to our safeties. Do we get the protection over the top? Because if anyone can get behind us, then just one lucky pass can just set us. And who has it? Well, lucky what? What do we lucky, bro? We've been down 35. People jump, like you said, like you said on last episode, like 35, 35, 45, 35. Like, what are you talking about? Lucky, bro. <laughs> no, because here, here's the thing. It's not luck with the quarterback. It's not luck with Josh Allen. It's not luck with uh, any of the quarterbacks we just played. This is Tua, all right? So that would right. be lucky. That, that's right. where the luck comes in. Uh, right. You know, we're not we better win. Joe we better win this here. week. We better win this week. I don't care what anyone Absolutely. says. I don't care about tank mode. I don't care if uh, I, I'm still not done with this year. All right, Alex. I'm not done with this year, man. I'm still going. I'm still ready for a W this week. And when Zach Wilson comes back, I'm going to be ready for a W then too. So they, I'm, I'm still not done. And there's, I still have some games circled on our schedule. We have the Eagles coming up. We have to beat the Philadelphia curse. The Knicks did it. We need the Jets to do it. We just need to start like exercising some demons, man. That's the only way we could like start transferring into like a whole new world. We have, I mean, listen, dude, listen, listen to me right here, Alex. Okay. <laughs> I'm listening. If we, I'm listening. If, we, if we end Tom Brady's career at MetLife right after Christmas, Nothing would make me happier. Oh my god, that'd be beautiful. <laughs> okay, be beautiful. Like, we brought him into this world. <laughs> we take him out right before, right before the thing that he wants the most—another playoff run, another ring. Like just that he he needs it so bad. Just takes shots at us all the time. But we all know he's gonna win by forty-five. But anyway, that game is still circled on my calendar. So I'm I'm not done with this season, man. I'm not I'm not gonna be done for a while. I'm I'm still I'm still in. I I still want this win. If we lose still this game, locked in. I love it. If we lose this game, we're gonna bring in Zach Wilson. I'm gonna be I'm I'm gonna want Zach Wilson to win at least the first game. You but then we're gonna have the Eagles coming up after. So I, I, I'm telling you right now, I'm gonna be in for at least the next the next couple of weeks, like two three weeks, and then we have Tampa coming up right around Christmas. So. I'm 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 still in here, man. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to rock. All right. And uh, I was just, you know, it's funny. I was thinking about last year when we did the when we faced the Dolphins, and it was the first time. I was like, why was I so angry? Because like we kept talking about tight ends just getting beat on us. I was like, there was. I just remember discussing one tight end that bothered me. It was Durham Smythe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyone could score on us. Any tight end, like, any running back could catch out of the backfield. They could score on us, and Durham's it's really sad, Mike. honestly, at this point. Uh, that was the most irritating. <laughs> we're gonna win this week, man. I really feel it in my in my bones, in my bones. And you bones. have us. What do you how, What do you think the final score is gonna be? Oh my god, I think it's. I think it will be something gross. 
I think it's gonna be a gross game, man. I think it's yeah. gonna be. A, I think it's gonna every, be a win, every single be game gross. this year has been gross. Of course, it's gonna be gross. Well, not every game has been gross. The Dians game wasn't gross, and the Bengals game wasn't gross. Most of the games were gross. The Bengals um, game, I, I don't think I've ever been. I, that game felt like game one of the next season. Yeah, I, yeah. I, that, and the, that that that's what it really felt like the Celtics game. Like, I don't know, it was wild. Okay, I can see that because it's like magical hope. Uh, a lot of a lot of a lot of emotions flying everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I can get behind that. I think this game will end something stupid. Why do I feel like it's like sixteen thirteen Jets? <laughs> We're gonna win the game sixteen thirteen. Yeah. yeah. I think it's gonna be something stupid. I think I think I don't like I said, I don't think Joe Flacco's gonna have that much such uh, a Berman score. Yeah, I just I just don't think I just don't think it'll be I, I'm projecting like something stupid, like a, a missed kick, like a missed extra point or stuff like that in there. Just because like this game's gonna be it's it's, by oh, Tyler, it's gonna be by who by brass or by uh Amendola? Oh, it's by Amendola. <laughs> of course. Come on, man. Dude, that's, we're, still still winning. Uh, we're still winning. We're still winning. I got to get this off my chest because if you made it here, you're a diehard Jets fan. That punter, dude, that punter coming out of uh, S, uh, was it, SC. Yo. He's a beast. You don't like, you don't like your boy, Brandon Mann? <laughs> no, that's what I do. That's what I was saying. I don't like Brandon Mann, but just saying. That punter from college right now, San Records, he's a beast. Okay. You want you want you want a little fun set before we wrap up and get out of here? Yep. All right. What do you think the career record as the gotcha? What do you think the career record is wins and losses and ties between the New York Jets and the Miami Dolphins? You love this. I have no idea. I, I'm <sighs> let's say I'll, I'll put the Jets two games over 500 on them, but I know it's probably six games under. What do you it's got? Actually, it's actually neither. Oh, what do you got? 50, 55, 55, one. Oh, exactly 500. Wow. Yep, with nice. one tie, baby. I wasn't sure if that was with, if that was the record with them or that was like our Bills record. I knew there's one team where we're always just about even with. It is the Miami Dolphins. We are very much. Okay. I mean, we both suck, so. I believe it. That's all I got for the Jets, man. I'm ready for a 17-10 or 17-13 win. Take the under. This game stinks. Poop fecta. Just poop fecta, he says. It's going to be 3-7. We're going to be the 3-7 and seven Jets fighting for that third spot. We'll see what happens. All right. Yeah. I think we win. It's gonna be like I said. It's gonna be a gross game. All right, I'm ready to go though. I'm gonna be pumped. Up. I'm gonna be pumped up on Sunday. It's just hard to get out for this team right now. But uh, if they come out ready to play, I'm gonna be ready to go. But if, if you know if they come out like last week, like what is it again, right now? What is it right now with the New York Knicks and the New York Jets and everyone looking just tired out of it on the field or on the court? They just stink, man. They just stink. It's all right. We'll get there. We're turning around. Oh, Nick's got more hope right now than uh, the Jets. Jets season's uh, anybody. Everybody on earth has more hope than the Jets, but we're gonna win this week, baby. Let's you, go. Let's give those me, positive vibes. Greg, right? Chris, we all got more hope than the Jets. Than the Knicks. <laughs> anybody, anybody has more hope than the Jets, man. My cats. 
Christos Porzingis has more hope than the Jets. All right. And on that note, <laughs> thank you everyone for tuning in for another Jets episode of the Knicks Jets podcast. <laughs> Please make sure to give us a five-star review and to leave us a comment if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts. If you don't listen to Apple if you don't listen to us on Apple Podcast, it's okay because we're on Spotify, Google Play, Amazon Alexa, Stitcher, you name it, we're there. We are there. On top of that, please make sure to go to our YouTube channel, Knicks, Jets, etc. Obviously, there's some comments in there. And please make sure to subscribe to the channel. Make sure to hit the like button if you're watching this video or any other video for that matter. And hit that notification bell. While you're there, also check out Winning Picks Weekly. John and Greg do some uh, do some gambling. They got a podcast, Winning Picks Weekly, as I just said. They do NFL. They, give you the, they go down the entire slate every week. They're getting into the NBA. All right, so make sure to get your bets in over there and go listen to them, listen to their insight. And last but not least, please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. All right, interact with us. We like talking. We like to talk to you guys. We like talking sports. It's a lot of fun. All right, everyone. We'll catch you later next week. After the... <laughs> we'll catch you for the Jets reaction. When we beat the Dolphins, baby. Let's go. Let's, Let's go, go Jets. Jets.